Hashtag SAFM Life Happens. So it's Wellness Wednesday and today we'll be talking about menstrual health. And that's why we had a song by Alicia Keys, Superwoman. Um, it's, it's things that women have to enjoy and young girls. Um, and, you know, so it kind of pays a tribute to what we have to enjoy biologically, physically, mentally, and also dealing with a patriarchal society. And traditionally and biologically, menstruation is an issue that affects um, women only, but holistically menstruation health affects both women and men and the husband of a wife who calls herself into a fetal position due to menstrual cramps every month knows what I mean or that father of a young girl at the peak of puberty and is having to buy sanitary pads for her also hears me you also have the teacher who has to address menstrual hygiene management health and well-being understands me and then of course there's the environment impact caused by sanitary waste and in the words of dignity dreams menstrual health matters period right and this organization provides women and girls from disadvantaged and at-risk communities with washable multi-use and SABS absorbency approved sanitary wear as well as menstrual health education and one of their primary goals is menstrual health management and education also dispelling those myths and taboos as well as normalizing menstruation and also encouraging healthy discussions much like we're going to have right now and I am joined in studio by Sharon Gordon uh, from Dignity Dreams and she is the CEO of the organization. Sharon, thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. You yeah. know, if it wasn't for the media supporting these um, initiatives, we really wouldn't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm extremely grateful and thankful to be here. Now, I know there are our male listeners who are about to turn off the radio or switch somewhere else. Why is it important for men to be part of this conversation? Look, I think it's absolutely essential for men to be part of it. So we call it putting men back into menstruation. Mm. And the reason is because if we can change the hearts and minds of men around it and for them to understand that this is a completely normal biological function it's not something that you should hide it's not something that should be shamed and please don't turn off your t- your your radio because mm-hmm. i'm very funny and and it's, <laughs> i've got i've got a lot to say so and and the other thing is is that if we can change the hearts and minds of men, mm. we will change the hearts and minds of women. Mm. Because you refer to menstruation as something we have to endure every month. Yes. And we shouldn't have to endure it. Mm. We should have to celebrate it. Because quite honestly, without it, there is no future generation. True. We would not be here had mm. our mothers not menstruated. Yeah. So if we can get men to just consider it as a normal biological function and treat it with the respect it deserves, women will not feel so terrible about, about themselves and, and, and their self-esteem won't take such a knock when somebody says to them, oh, you've got blood on your skirt, you know, mm. or little boys tease you about the fact that you're having your period. And so we need to sensitize people around that conversation. And for that to happen, men have got to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. I think there's, a, I read a very depressing sometime last year where the Stellenbosch University Law Clinic actually found that 30% of girls in South Africa do not attend school, actually miss school because they cannot afford um, sanitary wear and it's unfair for young girls to miss school because of a natural process such as menstruation. 
In your view, what is the role of government in ensuring that um, sanitary wear is accessible? I mean, there are condoms everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not partial to that debate, mm-hmm. condoms or or um, pads, pads, because yeah. at the end of the day, women are resourceful. We yes. will always make a plan. Whether we're using a leaf or a dirty sock or an old T-shirt, we will make a plan. Mm. And I think that the government has got so many more important things almost to attend to than um, pads. Mm. And whilst I would love them to be supplying everybody with free pads, somebody pays for it. And that somebody is you and me and the taxpayer. Mm-hmm. And and this is my personal opinion. Yeah. You know, I, I would prefer my children to be educated. Mm. Um, but menstrual health rem- remains an absolutely essential part of that education. Mm-hmm. So even if we are giving all our money, and that's what's happening in the NGO sector at the moment, is all the money is going to early childhood development, mm-hmm. which is grade R, well, from birth to about grade three. And then we find the girls are starting to bleed in grade four. Mm-hmm. And then we have the school problem. And then we've thrown all this money away. Mm-hmm. So, so we do have to attend to it. And I do think that um if 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 because we're still a patriarchal society mm. and men still decide on the budgets yes so unless men are part of this conversation and men understand that their little girls are going to need pads mm. and make it as part of the daily or the the monthly budget for their household Mm. little girls are going to be left behind and that's the tragedy because we now um, prevent them from participating in the economy Mm. and we also know from piles and piles of research from all over the world that if you educate and empower one little girl you influence an entire community Great, great. And I know a part of menstrual health also, I mean, during a menstruation, we also go through um, terrible mood swings, some of us, and uh, there are also, uh, you know, period pains and all that. Is it part of um, the education that you are bringing in terms of mental health as well? Yes, yes, Because yes. It's, 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 I think it's very important for people to understand that the causes of the mood swings and why your body's reacting the way it does. Yeah. Look, I think that, that, that a lot of women use the mood swings as an excuse. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I'm not, uh, you know, I, I never had mood swings. I find it hard to, okay. to I did, however, have period pain. Mm. And we have found through our research that little girls don't go to school more because they have period pain than than the fact that they don't have product. So they'll go to school and make a plan using an old t-shirt or a wash rag or whatever. Um, But there's very little they can do around period pain. So as part of our education, we teach that you must listen to your body. Mm. How do you... um, what works for you? So some people can't eat dairy. I can eat dairy. You probably can eat dairy. Some people um, crave chocolate. So listen to your body around mm-hmm. that time. But more importantly, what we want to do when we are um, having a period pain is to crawl up into that fetal position. Yeah. My response to that is don't. 
exercise, mm. do some stretches because all that period pain is, is the uterus contracting to get rid of the lining. And if you exercise and you do stretches, mm-hmm. it tears away much quicker and that period pain will pass much quicker. So we, when we do our education, we talk about um, good diet, exercise, and also we, I don't know if you know this, mm-hmm. but you know, the hot water bottle is your friend. Uh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> and peppermint tea. Um, you obviously there are women and and young girls from disadvantaged communities. We know that um, you know sanitary wear is expensive, and as you said, some use t-shirts or whatever they can find that can absorb the flow. Mm. And I've even heard of people using newspapers and um, to absorb the flow and anything that can help them cope or, or deal with with the flow. And I'm asking myself, I mean, it's it's it, down there is very sensitive. What? Yeah. So mm. so one of the things that we find um, is newspaper and tissue paper is yeah. used significantly, mm. and that breaks off yeah. and creates um, infections. Okay. And those infections can lead to actually sterility. Oh. So that's why health and hygiene is incredibly important. So one of the things, it's it's sort of one of those consequences that happen that you don't take into consideration mm-hmm. is one of the things that we found when we give these pads away to um, communities is that plumbing bills drop in schools because oh. the toilets are no longer blocked up by the mm. newspaper or the, the tissue paper, etc. So from a, just from that point of view, it's also a great thing. And I think the, the wonderful thing about our pads, and, and I can't stress it enough, mm. is, is that they're not for poor people. You know, they are for people who are ecologically sensitive and who understand the damage that disposables do. Because unfortunately, disposables are seen as this um, lifestyle product, product. Mm. it's something to aspire to. And it shouldn't be because washables should be what you aspire to. Because one of our pads is equivalent to 144 disposable pads. Over 48 months. You know, that is... That is significant. If mm. you see it, it's a, it's it's like a big packet full of stuff. And um, research is coming out now that the floods that were in Chatsworth and down in KZN recently, a lot of the overflow was caused because there were pads and nappies that blocked the drains. Mm. Mm. So let's let's talk about washables as a sustainable eco-friendly solution yeah. to our periods and not as something that's just for actress girls. And also girls. to our environment as well. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. So 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 it's a in my opinion it's the sexiest product on the market because we 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 attend to so many mm. of um the issues that we face on a day-to-day basis. And I also actually uh, went onto your website and looked at the packaging. It looks absolutely amazing. It's very stylish. Um, so it, it basically, you know, sort of ties in with the, the dignity uh, that is supposed to be associated with um, uh, menstrual. Me- yeah. yeah um, we did, we did a, a lot of um, research around how the product looks. Mm. Okay. So uh, one of the things that I find interesting is, is we've been doing some talking to the state about getting them approved for state use and the thing about it is they want they want rectangular pads now obviously a man 
drafted that because he would know that a rectangular pad is very uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. we need to get into those debates about what they should look like. Ours are very bright and they blocked. So, mm-hmm. they, you know, each part is a different color. And it's very specific because five years ago, or six years ago, when we got into this business, we did a lot of research around it and we did a lot of A-B testing. And we went to girls and we said, do you like this one or this one, A or B? And they all chose the very bright ones because mm-hmm. they were saying, if we're going to be um, large and in charge of yeah. our periods, yeah. then let's be large and in charge and mm-hmm. let's stop hiding it. Mm-hmm. And so you'll see our pads also come in a little drawstring bag. Yes. And that bag has become a fashion statement. So these girls carry it over their shoulders at school to indicate that they are actually on their period. Yeah. And a lot of them use them all the time so that the boys will leave them alone. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so it like serves this mm. double whammy purpose, yeah. you know, which I think yeah. is just, just great. So because they are washable and, um, and it's something obviously that you, you use down there and it's sensitive, uh, what is um, some of the things that we can do to take care of them and to sterilize them as well? All right. So um, they're very easily taken care of. Mm. So you would do and, – and again, you can use gray water to wash them. Okay. So if you've washed your body or you're in your bath or whatever, you can do the first wash in your bath. You use normal green sunlight soap and you wash it until there is no more um, liquid coming out oh, of it. So, so once it's clean. And then what you do have to do is to rinse it in clean water. And, uh, you know, you and I know, for men who don't know, you have to wash blood in cold water, water. otherwise it, it stains. So you wash it in cold water and then to sterilize it, you just use a normal teaspoon of household salt mm-hmm. in the cold water. Let the pad sit in the salt water for about five to ten minutes. Wring it out, hang it out in the sun. And the the salt and the sun are both antibacterial, so it will kill off anything, any chuchos that that that, that they happen still be to in be. There. Yeah. Yes. We con- in conversation with uh, Sharon Gordon. She is a, a CEO of Dignitary uh, Dreams, and we're talking about uh, menstrual health. If you've just joined us, now um, Sharon, there's stigma attached to uh, menstruation, and um, recently read an article that in India women are actually I isolated um, when they are going through their period. What are some of the stigma associated with menstruation that you've come across and well, how can we change okay, that? Okay, so I'm not going to um, point out the religion because there are two very big religions in this country mm. that perpetuate the stigma. Yeah. So, for instance, if you are menstruating, you are not allowed to iron or touch that church's uniform okay okay for the men um in the 21st century we are still considered unclean while Mm. we are menstruating in a number of the religions and i do think that the 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 churches in particular those religions that perpetuate the 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 dirtiness of of menstruating, Mm. need to go back and say, listen, did we interpret this properly? Mm. And how is this affecting um, self-esteem? How is it affecting the the empowering of women, etc.? So I think that the churches have a responsibility responsibility to go back and look at that because in terms of um, religion and the Bible, you know, it also says we, that we are allowed to have slaves, Mm. but we don't, we don't have slaves anymore. So like, let's Mm. stop saying that women are dirty when they menstruate. Can we just like 
grow up. Sharon, I want us to continue with this conversation, but we need to take a break and then we'll continue with this issue. Fabulous. Life Happens, weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. We are still discussing uh, Wellness Wednesday topic today on menstrual health. And uh, Sharon Gordon, the CEO of Dignitary Dreams, is still in studio with us. And uh, just before the break, we're discussing the stigmas associated with menstruation. And uh, what else um, do women have to go through through um, their cycle? Look, I think um, menstrual cramps are a big one. Mm. I think that a lot of women have, um, especially those who suffer from endometriosis, yes. have, have, have significant pain. So I do think that, you know, you need a little bit of leeway in terms of that. Mm. Um, I'm not a big proponent of you need extra leave and all that. Yes. So I'm, I'm the wrong person to mm. talk to about that. But you know what? If your partner is supporting you mm-hmm. and if your partner understands. So we did a whole bunch of research around menstrual health last year mm. um, with men in menstruation. And we did it across every demographic um, and every age group from 16 to 70. Mm. And the frightening thing was that out of all of them, not one, and I mean not one, Mm. had learned about menstruation from a mother, an aunt, a grandmother or a sister. Mm. They had all heard about it on the playground or from a life orientation teacher. Mm. So we, if we want to break the stigmas mm. and the stories that surround it, we have to talk to our sons. Yeah. And talk, sorry, sorry, um, Sharon, talking mm. about men's involvement and their support during, um, you know, menstruation, we actually have a voice note from one of our listeners. Let's take a listen. Hi, Nomsa. I like your program. Um, over the weekend, I went and was buying my wife's sanitary pads, and I even shocked one of the shop assistants who is female. She didn't think I knew. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you ask- Quite happy that there are fantastic. Still some fantastic. There's some great men out there. Exactly. Who know what their their sons, I mean their daughters and their wives or partners prefer the type of products. You know, yeah. my 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 best is we do a thing called the Padman Challenge. Mm-hmm. So you go and look on our Facebook page, and I think there are about eighty four pictures up. Some of your SAFM staff actually yeah. Yeah. participated. And what we do is is so for so for you listener who took who went and bought the pads, I'm going to challenge you one step further. Mm-hmm. Take a pad out yeah. and have a photograph of you holding the, the pad, pad as the pad man challenge because it's one thing to buy. Yes. It's another thing to understand and what it does. And how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that came out of that research I was talking about is men don't know when women are fertile. Mm. And in the menstrual cycle. Yes. So if you know when women are fertile, you can also participate in in making sure that you don't have unwanted pregnancies. Mm. So it's more than just knowing about where to buy the pad and whether you're going to buy extra large or more absorbency exactly. or a tampon. You know, exactly. you got to. And just finally, what kind of support should men be giving to women during um, the cycle? Oh. All the support in the world that they, they should yeah. be cooking, cleaning, <laughs> buying the groceries, <laughs> taking the children to school, doing homework. You know, we can only wish. But yeah. the support the support is just be a good man. Mm. You know, really just be a good man. If you are a good man, um, you know, then 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 that's what we need. We yeah. need good men. Good men, understanding men. Yeah. Men who, mm. and, and unless we put men into the conversation 
they will never be good men in menstruation. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just uh, going back to the work that Dignity Dreams is doing, what other work are you um, embarking on? Anything new that's coming around this topic? All right. So um, we do, you know, obviously we, we, we've got the begging bowl out. You mm-hmm. know, we're an NGO. So for us to be able to give the pads away, we've got to raise funds. We're inviting people to do um, what we call a charity you know, T-E-A, and you dress red. So you you and I would be able to go to it today because we're both wearing <laughs> a bit of red. So organize us a tea. Raise mm-hmm. some money for us. That would be wonderful. Participate in the Padman Challenge if you are a man in menstruation and you, and you would like to support the initiative. Um, sign a debit order, mm-hmm. you know, because at the end of the day, one pack – sorts out a girl's um, sanitary products for 48 months. And I don't know anything else that provides so much comfort to a girl who's trying to get an education mm. and who is trying to participate in the world as we know it in the 21st century. And Sharon, um, give us the details, your um, social media pages and website where we can find out more about your all right, so the So the easiest way to find all of it is on our website, mm-hmm. which is dignitydreams.com. Mm-hmm. Not anything else, dignitydreams.com. And then obviously we're on Facebook, mm-hmm. Insta, Twitter, the whole the whole bit. And all the links are on that page. But Twitter is at dignity underscore dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is dignity dreams. And Insta is also just dignity dreams. Sharon Gordon, the CEO of Dignitary Dreams, thank you so much. It's been enlightening um, having you in studio and to talk about this very, very important issue of menstrual health. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having us. All right. It's uh, two o'clock and uh, Utsile Saku is standing by with the news.